Hey, Lewis here. I mean, obviously it's me, right? I'm the only guy who actually runs this freaking show. Anyways, I'm here to tell you about something that I'm working on that I'm really excited about. It's not going to be ready until later this year. However, I'm going to give you the lowdown on it so you can get it for free. Here it is. I am going to be releasing a podcast monetization masterclass. I've been spending the last few months on this, building it, refining it, even training my team on how to use this with our own clients. When it is out and finally published and ready, it will be anywhere from, I'd say, $47 to $197. I'm not sure what I'm going to price it at yet, and there will be a lot of bonuses that go with this course as well. However, the first 100 people who actually raise their hand, say they want it, and actually go through the course and give me good feedback are going to get it for free, okay? So if you want to be one of those 100 people, there will be a link to a page where you can sign up and add your name to it and your email, and then I will send you the 1.0 version of this course when it is out, all right? You'll be one of the first 100 people. Once I hit 100 people, I am shutting it off, and it will be a paid product, and that will be it, all right? So make sure if you want this course for free, be one of those 100 people because that is the only way you will be able to get it for free. All right, that is it. Now back to this episode. If you want to monetize your podcast using AI, then stick around because today's show, we dive deep into that. Also, we're going to cover what exactly is a show note funnel and how you can use it to get leads for free for your business. Let's go. Welcome to How to Get Your First 100,000 Podcast Listeners, where we talk about the very granular how-to tactics, as well as the big picture thinking you need to grow and multiply your listener base. My name is Luis Diaz. Let's dive in. Deidre, I am excited to have you here. I am honored. I've been a follower of Cap Show for a while, but I think the biggest question people often have in the back of their minds, I know I have, is how do people actually make money with an AI software like CapShow with their podcast? Well, it, you would be surprised. They are literally making money from the actual content that CapShow creates for them. Mm, I like that. Look, can you tell me a little <laughs> bit more about how that works? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So we actually have um, a CapShowian. So her name's Kara. Um, she was actually talking to us on our office hours about the fact that uh, so she uses CapShow to create her blog posts, for example, all anchored in uh, her podcast episodes. And she now has sponsors for her blog posts. Um, so they're paying her money for the actual content that CapShow is actually helping her create. Um, we have other users, other um, Capshovians who are actually, they're using the newsletter, so the email feature from Capshow, and they're monetizing their newsletters now. You know, like we have people who now are getting onto YouTube. And again, they are able to get paid by YouTube because of some of the content that Capture helps them create. So for me, I was surprised at some of these stories because Capture, as you know, it's always been about creating the content marketing assets around your anchor content, like a podcast episode or a YouTube video or a live stream even, uh, that it was actually really, really pleasing to hear that not only is it enabling that, but it's actually those things that are actually in and of themselves helping people make money. Right, right. So I want to backtrack a little bit. You said some cool things there. First of all, for people who don't know, and correct me if I'm wrong, Capshow is a software that helps people take a podcast, a YouTube video, live stream, like you said, that anchor content, and essentially create more pieces of content with that, be it mm -hmm. um, show notes, emails, blog posts, LinkedIn articles, which I think are really, really cool. Mm -hmm. um, 
amongst other things. Um, yes. Am I missing anything there with the description of CapShow? I mean, you pretty much nailed it. So in short, it is an AI-powered um, content marketer. And yeah, in addition to the things that you rattled off, it helps them create a YouTube description. Um, it also helps them with social media posts and captions. Um, and then on the creative side, it actually does smart identification of the short form uh, clips that you can take or videos out of your long form um, content. So it, it does that. It pulls out quotes. Um, it actually even has a short form video generator um, based on the topics that you covered in your long form content. Uh, so it, it actually gets to be a pretty powerful content marketing assistant for anyone creating content. Very, very, very cool. So I want to stick back, go back to this whole idea of monetizing the content or that is created through CapShow. So you mentioned people are using it through email lists. Um, any other email lists or um, you mentioned also blog posts. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to hear if there's any other detail you can give to there as to like those those specific CapShowians, which are your kind of like people inside of your group and your mm-hmm. tribe. Mm-hmm. Any other detail around how like their story or how it works um, as far as monetizing that that content. I don't know if there's any more context there. I know people are asking, well, how did that happen? Yeah. So, I mean, and I can definitely share even some some tools that can help some of the things happen. Now, the, the blog blogging site is a lot more organic um, for Kara, for example. So she's got a meditation, health and wellness style podcast. Right. And basically, yeah, she, you know, obviously uploads her episode into Capture, creates blog posts for her. And Capture does four types of blog posts, um, which, you know, you can either create all four and post off, publish all four, or you can just choose one or however many, but we do a how-to a listicle blog post, um, a Q&A style blog post, and an expert blog post. And so um, with all of this variety, she just she started being able to be way more consistent with her posting and it caught the attention of um, companies in that space. And mm. so that's how they, they actually reached out to her uh, to be like, hey, would you take my basically would right. you take my money <laughs> uh, to, to advertise right. what it is that we do? Um, on the email side, uh, I actually have, um, we have a really good relationship with ConvertKit and we've been getting, um, we've been finding that Capturevians that use, you know, our newsletter, obviously, by the way, I should preface this with, it's AI powered. Um, and so we're very, very open with the fact that our content is going to get people 80% of the way there, but they have to put the 20% in to make it truly theirs. Um, and so that's what we found have been really powerful. When people do do that, make it theirs, that's when the magic happens and that's when people start to pay attention. And so, um, yeah, so we've had Capturevians who have been using ConvertKit and ConvertKit have this really cool um, mechanism where they, you can actually start getting paid. So they will they have a marketplace essentially of advertisers or sponsors, people who oh, want to sponsor okay. newsletters. And uh, they make it really easy for, um, especially our Capshovians, to be able to be like, yep, this is, you know, my industry, my niche, this is my audience, this is who I'm talking to. And then they get paid um, for- Love that. Yeah, for ads being placed in their (laughs) newsletter, which is really cool. Um, And so when you think about it, you kind of go, you're creating this content anyway, right? We're all creating content, whether it's the podcast or the live stream or the YouTube video. Why not? look to monetize it in different ways. Even if it's not your core business, even if content creation isn't your core business, like it's still passive income that can come in and just help support the production process um, that can act, uh, of the content that you're creating. So that's that's how I view it now. 
Oh yeah. So so one of the things you mentioned that I think is interesting. So I've <laughs> and I don't know, know if you've seen this recently. I've had this weird thing where recently I found some really cool creators and I don't know what platform. I think it's Beehive or something that they're mm-hmm. using to where like they you subscribe to one newsletter and then it pops up and it's like here's four other newsletters yes. you can I'm like, that's really, really cool. Yes. Um, just as a side note, I didn't know. I'm like, now I have all these newsletters I have to sift through and probably just <laughs> unsubscribe, but I got excited <laughs> when I opted into them. So you're saying Capshow. So for one, the one thing I love, you're mentioning, yes, like we're already creating the podcast. One of the things I, I when I jumped into Capshow, I liked was that you had so many specific use cases, LinkedIn posts, LinkedIn articles, the four mm-hmm. different types of blogs you mentioned. Um, and even if you don't use all of that stuff, I think it's really powerful because you can kind of double down on whatever your, like for me, like I'm focused on YouTube and focused on Instagram. So whatever your specific channels are besides your podcast content, you can kind of double down and say, every episode, give me this. Mm-hmm. Um, another th- thing that I've had and I've seen work really well, and I was talking about this yesterday on, on, uh, with your, at, when we were, you know, working or talking to your group. Yes. was the fact that emails, dedicated emails from the podcast for me have been getting subscribers from my YouTube channel, which is still a micro channel. Um, but I found that to be super helpful and Capture, you know, allows you to do that. But like you said, it's 80% of the way there. It's, you still have to add your 20%. Is there any other advice you give to someone who's using Capture, um to multiply their content? Is there any other tips or advice you'd give to someone to make it monetizable? Um, and there are any other tools you you've seen your your community use to be mm. successful in that? I guess um, you know I know that you you framed this question in terms of when they're using Capture, but <laughs> yeah. I would almost like yeah. you know it's kind of like fundamentals of creating content, right? Like uh, the reason why that, for example, Kara could get uh, sponsorship for her blog post, um, or the reason why people are finding success monetizing their newsletters or even their podcasts, for example, is because they are speaking to a specific person. And they're not just speaking to a specific person, but they're speaking to a specific person about a specific thing. We can be like, yes, we know who we're speaking to. Um, and then, right. But we <laughs> then talk to them about literally everything under the sun um, yeah. because we're like, because yes, at the end of the day, they're still human. So they're still going to care about all of the things. But yeah. like, what is it that you in with your expertise can actually bring to them because when you can get that really sweet intersection of like yeah this is who i'm speaking to and of those people i'm going to speak to the ones who care about this particular thing then that is when you get noticed really truly because that's when any and being a bit and honestly all of us listening to this or watching this are business owners we can probably vibe with this right if i put in front of you two different content creators, one who maybe speaks about entrepreneurship, but they also speak about, you know, um, the the health of the entrepreneur and the, you know, the, the fa- like the time, all the time, time that, and all yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Would you look at them and be like, I'm going to put my money there or are you going to put your money with the person who speaks to an entrepreneur specifically about, say, podcasting and, um, you know, how they can grow a podcast and you're like, well, great, monetizing that is it makes total sense for them as an ex, right? Like it makes such a difference when we can really nail who it is that we speak to and what it is that we, we speak to them about. So that would just be like my overall guidance around if you're looking to really monetize your content, try to nail these two things. Yeah, I think that gets overlooked to the, you know, f- to the cows come home like every <laughs> single day. <laughs> so I'm glad you hit on that. And the fact that you are a business owner, you do create content, you've built a community, You've built a really successful AI software. Um, it speaks to the fact that, yeah, you could have you have an AI software that helps people 
create more content. And I know of like five other softwares mm-hmm. that do this, but the thing that I think it kind of sticks out for you guys is that you really focus on, we help solve this problem for this kind of person. Yes. So it's those two things. It's the problem you solve plus the person you're going, you're speaking to. And I think a lot of times, sometimes we get one of those things or we get both of them, but they're both kind of loosey goosey. And then our content also veers yes. off the track. Yes. Um, I can't tell you how many times that that um, has been the case, even with my own self. I'm like, you know, I find myself interviewing or, or talking about the wrong stuff. And like, yes, you can just the data tells you <laughs> uh, yeah. what, what people want. So monetizing your content where you're saying, number one, know you're speaking to, but number two, know the problem or the thing that you're speaking to them about, which I think cannot be overstated enough. Yes. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm curious. So give me a little bit of background. I know you're originally from Australia. You're now here in the States. Um, why did you create Cap Show? And <laughs> I love it. like, yeah. Why? And what pivots did you... did you have along the way? Oh yeah. my gosh, so many. Okay, I'm gonna. Um, I won't tell you my whole life story. I'll just try to shortcut some of them. But <laughs> yeah. Um, funnily enough, I started. Well, I first started in corporate, um, in banking. But I actually my first foray into entrepreneurship was uh, a decade ago now, ten years ago, uh, and we started a hospitality business, which is like oh, gosh. so cool. wildly. <laughs> Yeah. You know how people are like, oh, my dream is to open a cafe somewhere. And I was like, no. Every time I hear that now, I'm like, do not, <laughs> do not Don't. do that. It is hard. Um, but we grew that business, which is great. Um, we had, I think, seven locations in total across our two oh, brands. Um, and then, you know, thing. Um, and let me know, by the way, if you want to know what the thing that happened, but I'm just going to try to like <laughs> go yeah, through yeah. my, yeah. but so, yeah, uh, one thing led to another and we ended up in the States. Uh, we were in New York and we're actually um, exploring a fashion technology business. So this was myself and one of my co-founders in Cap Show, Bonner. And we, uh, so we were like, this is going to be amazing. And there's no better place in New York to, you know, with fashion technology <laughs> to explore this right. thing. The more that we got into it, I think it was four months after we were actually talking to women to just, you know, make sure that we were on something that we decided to fail that business. Um, but that led us into actually doing agency work for e-commerce boutique, for the boutiques actually that we were talking to on the other side of the, the platform. Uh, and so we were doing that uh, and then COVID hit. And so that was when we transitioned to coaching because I was like, okay, well, we have to now go fully online. Um, we don't, we can't go out and meet, you know, um, potential clients anymore. So that was what we did. And that was when I started my first podcast as well. So that was three years ago now. And, um, you know, again, it's just the the pain of knowing how hard it is to actually grow a podcast in order to grow a business. I was like, it feels like I'm trying to do two different things. I'm trying to grow a business and I'm trying to grow a podcast. What in the world am I doing? <laughs> yeah. That's a great point. That's a great point. Um, I have a hospitality background, funny enough, grew up in a restaurant or bakery. My yeah. parents owned it and that was my path originally. Like I was going to go right. take over the family business and okay. yep. sit there and do what they want me to do until they hand the keys over to me. And then I had a, got a degree in it, worked in worked at Marriott, night auditor. Wow. So I know the hospitality business quite yeah. well. So yeah, yeah, I can attest yeah. to that. My yeah. sister runs a family business, and I come back and help her sometimes. And I'm like, oh, that's good. Okay, I love so at you, least sis. you got out of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, um, agency work sometimes feels like that, though. But it but does, I get right? 
Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I think yeah, it was. It's been it's been a bit of a journey. But so yeah, at this time we were actually coaching e-commerce businesses, um, and so actually the first um, our first iteration of Cap Show, which we launched right at the end of twenty twenty one. So it was December twenty twenty one. And it was very, it was not AI powered. It was very rudimentary, very yeah. basic. What it would do is um, it would essentially uh, prompt people through telling their story. And then the software itself would take that and convert in that, those into a, a bank of social media captions and emails. And the reason why was because we were talking to a lot of e-commerce businesses and they were you know, they would hide behind their product in their marketing. And mm. time and time again, I would be like, no, you have to start telling your story because you're the only differentiator that you have against an Amazon, against like literally yeah. anyone else out there also selling, you know, the product. And um, and so they'd be like, I get it, but I don't know how. And so that was actually the almost the inspiration for the first iteration of Cap Show. Interesting. And, right? It's it's it, it's so different. And then, and but then what happened, because you know, you, I think we all know when we're entrepreneurs and we we have this idea. Yes, everyone's gonna love it. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna Amazing. be big. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't. And I was like, what is going on? Why is no one interested in this thing? And so we were talking to a coach actually, um, and he was saying. So he was like, you know, we were like, I think it's our messaging. There just must be something wrong with our headline or our tagline or something. Right. I <laughs> was like, this is gonna be a quick call. You know, it's gonna be five minutes now, and then. At, 90 minutes later, uh, you know, he's like torn into us because yep. um, sometimes we do need to hear this. We need a, we just need that objective person to tell us uh, what we should very obviously see, which is like, he was like, you're not niching down. Now we thought we had because we were thinking we were solving it for this e-com business owner, but the way that we had positioned it was not, was just like all entrepreneurs in the end, right? Like that's what had happened. And then, and then he started talking to us a bit more to be like, and what you really want to think about is, do you want to be building something for these e-commerce business owners who needed the convincing to even tell their story in the first place? Or do you want to be, does it make more sense for you to actually talk to people who already know the value of that so you don't have to, you know, jump Sell through them that hoop? Yeah, totally. Right? And so that kind of like broke me down quite a bit because I was like, you know, when you're, you feel like your business is just completely blown up and you're like, they're trying to like having to pick the pieces and yeah. <laughs> where's the glue? There's no glue. Yeah. Um, and so, but it was great because after really having thought about it, I was like, well, I am a podcast. Like that's my natural. And I know that podcasts are natural storytellers. And so that was when we made that pivot to really focus on podcasting. And because we had the anchor content now, like we have something that we can actually digest and use um, to, you know, to, to repurpose into all these other assets. That was when it was like, it makes total sense now to power this with AI because we can. And so that's kind of how it all came out. Interesting. So you found a problem you solved, but you realized it was too wide of a market. So you said, let me get... Let me do two things. Number one, get get like more clear on the person. And also that person already knows the value of your service. Mm -hmm. So you're speaking to the right person because you don't have to jump through that other hoop of like selling them on the value. Yes. Which is amazingly, it's, it's, just, it's such a, it's like a small thing, but it makes it's the ma a massive difference. Oh my gosh. Oh my a gosh. A massive yes. difference. A massive difference. Like yes. when I go to talk to eight figure entrepreneurs about launching a top ranked podcast, it's a no brainer. When I go to talk to people who are just starting their journey, they're like, well, what's the value and all this? Mm -hmm. um, 
it's totally different, totally yes. different. And it's just like they already see the value. And yes. I think that is a huge piece. If you take anything from this, you listening, it's find the find the hungry market. The best place to put a hot dog stand is a place where there's no one else selling food. <laughs> so, you know, like um, in hospitality school, we learn like the best place to put a, a bar is in an airport. Why? Because you can have cheap service, you can have cheap liquor, and they'll still buy it. And they're not going to care or leave a review because they're in an airport. Nobody cares. They're going to fly out of there to home anyways. So it's the best place because it's like all the other factors of like high service, high quality stuff. Typically, it doesn't really matter as much. Yeah. As much. You can be serving crap. But um, that's such a cool, like, pivot story. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I, I want to die. Oh, so, so where is Cap Show heading next in podcasting and video? Because we're seeing YouTube going to get bigger. We're seeing podcasts. I think podcasts, people think it's blowing up. But I don't really think it's blowing up. I think it's kind of flatlined right now. I've actually mm-hmm. seen advertisers pull out it's not to yeah. say like cause a whole scare thing but like the fact of the matter is the people haven't seen returns in certain areas as much as maybe in the past of 2021 20, early 2022 mm-hmm. so where do you feel that cap show is going and maybe even there because you have a large community of podcasters where do you think the podcast industry is going and Take this question however you want it. I don't yeah. Have a, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, because something that comes straight to mind is, you know, we always look at the podcasting industry in terms of the dollars that it brings in, like the ad money. Um, and I would say that that ad money is very, very concentrated. Uh, I think you would you would know this in terms of like, yeah, uh, Joe Rogan obviously is going to have, you know, going to have a lot money. of that money, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, you kind of go down from there. But that's, uh, but the, the people that we, so when we talk about, think when I, when we as a business think about podcasting, we actually don't look at it from that lens um, because that's not the people that we serve. We serve the expert, the expert entrepreneur who knows that they have a message that they need to get out there and, and the world needs it. And so it's not so much about the, the podcast making the money. It's about the podcast being the the megaphone, I guess, or the microphone of the you know that business owner, and so I don't see that slowing down. I don't see the growth of that subset of the market slowing down um, because it's a very they're, they're in it for a very different reason, right? Um, and so that's how I how I view it. Um, first of all, because we're never going to have a shortage of content creation like it's just it's in fact it's just going to get even more um with ai especially um yeah so so i i'm actually not too concerned and that's that's again the beauty of coming back to you know niche and knowing your specific audience like that's the great thing is that we can i can stand here and be like yes i am actually not that worried because i'm not serving the people who are just looking for that very finite sponsorship ad money yeah revenue yeah exactly exactly totally um and so so yeah so but i do see um that a video is going to become more and more important um, i think you've caught on to this around you know really leaning into to youtube um and the great thing about and and the way that i see content any whether it's a video or whether it's audio only is that it's not actually about the content itself that's the most important it's actually everything else around the content that's Ooh, can you explain more about that? The most important, like, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because, and this is kind of what I found when, you know, when I was like, oh yeah, I launched my podcast and like, what in the world am I doing? I'm having to actually promote this thing. Yeah. It kind of comes down to that, right? Like we, we sometimes think, uh, we, or we make this mistake of like, okay, we're going to put this content out there and that's our job done. Great. Okay. Pat on the back, you know, it's, yeah, but it's, that's the, that's actually the beginning. We think it's the end. It's actually the beginning, but mm, it's everything true. else around promoting it. It's everything else around um, continue to drive traffic back to it, even after it's launched, you know, even if it's a year after, two years after, whatever it is, it's the fact of like, how do we be smart with embedding that content in places that make sense to serve our audience, uh, whether that's on in onboarding flows or anywhere else, you know, that, so I think it's, it, that's what I mean, right? It's everything else that we do around that content. The content itself is actually like, Met. Yeah. It's just there, right? It's just sitting right, there. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, it's 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 pretty inert in in and of itself. But you know, we still have to do the work to actually to activate it. it. Yeah, yeah. That's a great, great point. It's it's content creation is important. It you have to create good stuff, but mm -hmm. that's not the end of it, right? And I think a lot of times we are super critical as consumers on other people's stuff, and we're super lazy as to how we create our own content. Like we think our content's the best. And, yes, and I think it's. <laughs> Personally, for me, it's taken a very critical eye to see like you're not as good as you think you are. Is way people way better than you, and mm -hmm. you're making the same mistakes, if not worse mistakes than they are. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's been a, a bit a big piece of humble pie for me this year. Um, <laughs> what are what would you say has moved the needle? If, if we look at I think Capture has got all these really cool tools. You've got Facebook mm. posts, Instagram posts, TikTok captions. What are your users or your your tribe finding the most useful when it comes to promoting their podcast um it really depends on the um the the actual capturing themselves and their audience um but i can probably lean on a couple of things that time and time again to come up the first is the email list uh this is the something that i have stood on my soapbox about every time like <laughs> you've got to have an email list and you've got to be actually talking to them yeah. um and for a lot of Capshovians, once they started doing that they have seen the downloads on their podcasts just like exponentially increase because that's the thing again it's like what like the content is one thing but it's, the, it's actually what you do around it and yes like letting people who've already opted in to hear from you know about the fact that you've spoken about this certain thing or you've spoken to this particular person is actually really important. Um, so that's been a, a big game changer for a lot of people. I think the the second thing is probably being very, very specific about the actual social media platform that they're on. Um, and so I've always said um, max of two. Like choose two, and it seems like you're you're a believer of this as well because you're yes. like yeah YouTube There's and Instagram. So much that's that's yeah. it. Yeah, it's so hard to stay on those two, but I'm trying. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, and so for me, like Facebook and LinkedIn, which is like completely different to you, but that's great. Like, <laughs> but it's because you know we have a very specific uh, purpose for what it is that we're doing, and we have different audiences, so that makes sense. Um, and it's not to say that you can never start to once you systemize it and you get more help and resources and stuff to broaden that but focus on two and by doing that a lot of our captions have seen a massive uplift not just in terms of listeners and downloads but more so in terms of engagement um, and followers and people actually opting in to want to hear from them which is great so that's been like yeah two really really key things that um yeah i found 
I love that advice. It is so hard. Like I can go on Instagram or I'll go on TikTok or I'll go on Twitter or Facebook. I might see my buddies and they're like writing these great posts. I'm like, I want to write posts like that. And you have to stop yourself and say, no, your goal is two. And that's it. If you grow these two channels, then you can build systems behind, but people behind it to grow those other channels, but you can't do it all at once. I had a good, good client of mine and a, a mentor as well. He says like, you can do everything, but you can't do everything great. So if you want to do great things, you have to do less things. And uh, that is just rings true to everything in life. <laughs> so, and for people listening, I do, YouTube is a focus, but it's a YouTube podcast focused YouTube, right? So it's like a video podcast. That's really my, my focus. So I love that you mentioned that, Deidre. Um, yeah. And so my, my last question, I'll leave it with this. If you're a podcaster, let's just pick whatever vertical you want. We say e-com. Um, you're using Show to create your content. Mm-hmm. How would you go about monetizing that content? Or make, using it to make money? Just yeah, okay, okay, okay. So, um, all right, <laughs> I could answer this in like, I have a hundred different ideas going through my mind. So I'm like, <laughs> how do I? Okay, so it, it really is going to boil down to like, because everything is about focus, you know, to your point. Um, if you're creating that, I would start with your anchor content first uh, because you're already creating that. So you may as well just keep doubling down on what it is that you're doing. Uh, so for me, so if you have a podcast, I always, um, I talk about the show notes funnel, which is like, how do you get people uh, to opt in for something? So the way that I do it, I do it a little bit differently and this is this might not work for everyone. So I just want to, you know, put that caveat out there. Um, I do a lot of, for my interview episodes, I actually do narration. So for example, I had um, you on yesterday on a mastermind and I told you, I was like, this is going to become a podcast episode. So you just do your thing. You talk and you know, you present, you just, you just shine, you take, you take over the room, right? I'm not going to butt in. And then what I do after um, is I will actually go through and I will edit it by way and put my own narrations throughout. So I will help listeners audience join the dots if if it needs to i'll help them you know i might even intervene and sort of like shortcut some of your story for example if maybe you know it depends on what the content was i'll narrate it and out of that um that process might be a chunk that i'm like oh this is juicy but it's also not like super super directly relevant to what it is that we're talking about so i'm going to make that a bonus clip and so in my narrations i'll actually be like oh you know i I asked this question um, of Lewis, for example, and he had such an insightful answer. If you want to hear that answer to this particular question, go over to the show notes and grab the bonus clip completely free. Um, And so that actually gets people onto my email list. And that works because I've had people be like, I actually did an episode on this and they messaged me like, oh my gosh, that's what you're doing. It totally works. I think I've opted in for your list about 63 times. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's Um, genius. Yeah. And so that's how I use my podcast to get people onto my list. And then from there, it's all about email your list, nurture them and actually make the sale, ask people to buy. Um, so that's if you're creating, and I'm speaking again to a very specific person, I'm speaking to an expert entrepreneur who's creating content in order to sell the thing that they offer um, in the back end. So that is probably where I would start. And then off the back of that, I mean, I I have a whole content dripping system that includes blogging, it includes putting doing YouTube videos, um, et cetera. And so once you, once you start to get into the system of doing that, uh, then you can actually start to look to be like, oh, okay, I'm kind of, I've got my system for my podcast down. Now let me build out the system for my blog post, for example. 
okay, yep. I, this is how it's going to happen. And if you want to be really intentional with that and you have the, the bandwidth, start reaching out to other, you know, complementary yeah. or like-minded businesses. Um, mm-hmm. You never know. Yeah. Again, it's it's a no until – it's always going to be a no unless you get the actual no, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, so yeah. that's just that's how I would I would um, build out the monetization aspects of all of the content. I love it. So I love it that you came from a business owner standpoint, not a let me get it my content sponsored, which is nothing wrong with that. But like we're business owners first, and you always make more money, um, in my opinion, selling <laughs> your own stuff versus totally. being having a sponsor or a newsletter that just yes. comes like a, they're like a shareholder. Yeah. Um, oh, so, and sorry, one more genius. hack. Go ahead. One more hack. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have a spot, like, or if you don't even want to reach out to a sponsor. Like a really, really great way is just get an affiliate link and just have them be your sponsor. Like, yes, they're not technically like giving you money, but it's still cre- it's still a great credibility play to be like, we're sponsored by so and so company, and if people buy, you do get paid for it. So that's another hack. Yeah, this episode is brought to you by Cap Show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will sponsor all yeah. day long. <laughs> but um, I love it. Okay, cool. Well, that was I love that. Um, the what you do with those bonus clips is genius, and I love. So, the quick question, and then I'll shut up here. Um, uh-huh. The bonus clips you're taking that out of the long form content, and it's like kind of like yes. making that a short, or is that like once you opt into the list, is it just? It's an audio. Yeah, delivered? we just we um we email them. Yeah, oh yeah, we email them the a link mm-hmm. to to access the yeah. um yeah. private audio. Got basically. it. Is that like yeah. on YouTube or something, or is it like just like on? It, it can G- be anywhere. Google so file. we yeah we put ours on Hello Audio. So there because it's okay. a private podcast. But like yeah, you could literally put it as an unlisted YouTube right. link or and yeah, for sure. Genius. There's a ton of ways. So we could what we could do, Lewis, is um you could press. Or like, actually, you don't need it because you're going to um, edit this, right? After the yeah, fact. Yeah, we edit the crap out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Then, so you could ask me a question now. Yeah. And then you and could then just we'll do the bonus. This. Yeah, that that becomes a bonus. I love it. So let's do this. Um, <laughs> there will be a link below to opt in to this unlisted YouTube video because we're going to keep this super unfancy um, to check this out. And the question I want to ask Deidre is... Give me, I'd love to get like a step-by-step format of like, mm-hmm. number one, how to, um, how would you go about making money with Show? And I kind of already answered this, but we're going to do kind of like step-by-step for the expert or coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, you guys will see that kind of step-by-step play-by-play, um, here. Uh, yeah. And we'll see how it goes, but, um, that'll be free. Just comment below and I will make sure we get you that. I'll probably ask for your email. Um, so <laughs> keep that in mind, but we'll make sure that's free step-by-step step, how to make money with cap show from, you know, as soon as you sign up to, to producing content. Love it. Cool. I will see you guys on the other side. Uh, Deidre, for people who want to know more, I'm guessing capshow.com will have it linked in the show notes brought to you by cap show. Yeah. Um, anywhere else people can learn more about you, your story and what you're doing. Yeah. So as I mentioned, I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook primarily. Um, so just come and search me. Uh, I don't have the easiest name to spell, but uh, uh, I, it's well worth your time to get it right. I promise you that. <laughs> no. um, so Deidre Shen, D-I-R-D-R-E-T-S-H-I-N on LinkedIn or Facebook. Um, I'd love to become friends. Otherwise, yes, this is sponsored by Capshow. So please use Lewis's link <laughs> below. <laughs> cool. Thank you again. And um, for those who are signing off now, I'll see you later. Thanks again. Comment below if you have questions for me or 
Deidre, and uh, we'll be sure to get back to you. Hey, Lewis again. I hope you enjoyed that episode and I hope you took something away that's going to help you on your journey towards launching a top ranking podcast that get 100,000 listeners or more, ideally more. Now, remember the focus of this show is to help business owners launch podcasts that add more profit to their bottom line and more authority and credibility to their name. That's what we're about here on this podcast. Now, if that's you and you want help launching your podcast and getting it to rank in the top 100 of your category or your money back, then maybe my team and I can help you. But hold on. I do not want you to take my word for it. We all know that you can go on YouTube and learn how to launch a podcast. You can hire a million different companies and freelancers and consultants to help you. So I'd rather you hear from other business owners just like you who have gone through our process, gotten the results, and love what they have built. Check it out. Once I hired Lewis, he helped organize the entire show, the pre-launch, the contest. We had an epic contest, which was all Lewis is masterminding and uh, his whole organization of how to do that. We had over 107,000 entries into this contest. If you're thinking about doing a podcast, don't think twice because the investment is worth tenfold, not two or threefold, tenfold, tenfold for what you invest with Lewis. Only a matter of a few weeks, the podcast got launched. They also supported me through the entire launching process, how to communicate with my audience to maximize the results. And when it did launch within a few days, uh, we made it to the top 50 in two different countries. Uh, we get about 25,000 downloads a month and the podcast has literally completely changed my business. My podcast right now has 10X my business and that's not an exaggeration. When I started working with Lewis, I was making about 40K a month. Right now, my business is making $400,000 a month, and I credit a lot of that to the podcast. And then when they listen to one episode of the podcast, they'll listen to another episode of the podcast, and then that cold lead will turn into a warm lead that turns into a hot lead that becomes my customer. Right now, I have 775 active clients, and a lot of those people found us because of the podcast. Luis Diaz is the man. He knows exactly what he's talking about when it comes to starting a podcast. He knows exactly what he's talking about in terms of getting your podcast to 100,000 downloads. Because right now my podcast has over 225,000 downloads and it's been about a year and seven months. I didn't just want to do a podcast. I wanted to do it the right way. We are at number two in the parenting category of Apple Podcasts the week that we launched. We're now hanging tight in the top 25. Could not have done any of this without your assistance, Lewis. Literally, I keep asking Lewis, like, how can I give you more money? Like, what else can we do together? Because literally working with you has changed my life. It's changed my podcast. It's bigger than that. It's changed my business. Lewis Diaz, badass podcast growth expert.